Sorry, Molly, what was that? Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper. I am your host, Orla Condon, and tonight I am joined by journalist Louise Bruton, and she's a Curtis lover. We talk about it. Let's just get going. And with Molly May's statement, we're going to start our brand new episode. Louise Bruton, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much. Delighted to be here. <laughs> there was a very quick look to each other there at the end when uh, Molly came out with that revelation about... Uh, it's fucking huge. <laughs> I was going to say we Tommy, but obviously not. <laughs> God, clearly not. Tommy, God, he has got probably like the biggest ego going now. All these women fighting over him. And now we know why. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like he actually hinted towards that a while ago. There's probably like an episode, two, two episodes ago, where he's just like, oh, wait till you're in bed with me. So, oh, yeah. He yeah. made that really smarmy comment. Oh, yeah. my God. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was. He's a smart monster. He's like, yeah. and I, with good reason, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I just, I just can't believe that that was how they finished the episode. Look, finally, <laughs> it had to be addressed at some it, point. It's like we haven't really got a good gauge. It really the... was the elephant in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> the swing and trunk. Lord. Oh, we cannot be that immature, but can we not? Well, beat the band. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tonight's episode on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it like a strong eight. Oh, we squealed a lot. Yeah. Like, there was some, yes, squealage was a 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was definitely an eight. I kind of thought last night's episode was high action, but today we got actual action and yeah. kissing yeah. and like proper teen disco kissing. Like real kissing. Like, like actually Tommy and Molly's first kiss was crap. Oh, like, there was nothing. There was like a meter stick between them and mm. the. it was very like formal dance, like baby's first dance. Yeah. But um, yeah, I felt like... Um, I felt like Anne. Um, Anne. Is it Anne or Anna? <laughs> Who's Anne? We don't know. Um, I felt like Anna and Jordan were probably going to go like behind the shed for some finger banging. Like it was really. <laughs> they just vanished off screen yeah, weirdly so for like, a couple hours. Where did hours. they go to? Yeah. yeah, that was like intense. But yeah, it definitely felt more about, for that than I did about the Tommy Molly. It felt very much like place hand here. Yeah. Like, place knee here. Like it was very weird. I don't know. And it's kind of like they forgot that the cameras were on or something. They were like really like. Jordan was handsy we <laughs> screamed with that kiss so we, we'll come back to it but like yeah like I think yeah there was a lot more intimacy in this episode which is kind of good because I feel like we're getting into it now yeah, and it's, it's a love island yeah and finally. I know Holly said it on Sunday that she was dying to see them all start doing bits so yeah. Holly will be delighted they're doing bits like yeah, and it's kind of it's also it's also taking the focus off Lucy a little bit because it was, it was Lucy Island for quite some time yeah but now they're all like getting it on so it's great it's like but this is what we've tuned in for yeah <laughs> it's a hot June day <laughs> okay so let's let's just discuss the Lucy thing because that was obviously how we started the episode Um, obviously Elma and Joe went home last night and tonight was all about the fallback of that and how Lucy would deal with being in the villa on her own and in the teasers and definitely in the in the press releases that were released it was all very much like will Lucy leave will she walk and follow yeah. her heart and all this and you're like oh god I but nothing happened but it really it was like very immediately after he left she was like I don't know should I go and then she seemed fine yeah and it was that question of um, was it Molly that asked her um, yeah. she's like if someone came in and ticked all your boxes every single every one every single box you have um, <laughs> she was like yeah maybe I guess I don't know um, so was that yeah. meant to be the big like was that meant to be the big pull that know. they were getting us in for I feel like they're kind of um, 
they're just using the emotion of her situation to kind of like try and make us feel like oh don't leave or don't go I'm just like just do what's best for you just and just please help her like that's all I'm yeah like stop pulling on like Joe's psychopathic mm. tendencies like we don't need to play that up any further yeah and just like give the girl a day without one tear falling out of I know big blue or brown eyes I don't even know because they're always just waterlogged like I feel like she's been crying pretty much non-stop for about a yeah. week yeah, and like she's got like a bee stung face from yeah all the tears. it's really she sad. looks really tired like yeah um she I needs did, a night in the hideaway she does we were yeah. saying this she should go in by herself and there should be loads of like little treats yeah, there for her, her. Bridget Jones and <sighs> just you know yeah get a pizza in give her her Instagram for a night like yeah do you know what I mean just checking in her dogs yeah or surfboard or whatever it is that she fills <laughs> up her it has its own account <laughs> her beloved surfboards she had to leave at home <laughs> but yeah so the girls in fairness now the, I mean I don't know whether to give him praise for this because they put her in the position where she felt so isolated in the first place Mm. but they did rally around her tonight and I I loved Amy's comment of whatever's gone on between all of us we'll put it behind us it's like no Amy take ownership of the fact the argument was between you and Lucy and everyone else was pulled into it by you but the way she's like we've all had our issues no you've just had your issue but I also I, it kind of annoys me that they don't get that she's just not about um, mm. huge group activity I know that's like a really stupid thing because she's gone into a house where you have to live with like yeah. you know 18 people <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. you know coming and going um, but the fact that they all crowd her and that's just that seems to be a real kind of like triggering point for her when she's suddenly engulfed by all of these women and she's very not used to women which is something she keeps saying yeah. um, which she should be you know it's you know just Get with it. Um, <laughs> but they, they crowd around her and kind of trap her. And even when they think they're being supportive, she's still being cornered by these people that she doesn't consider her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually, was it in a trailer? In the, or was it an ad? And they didn't even bring it up tonight where she said to, to Anton, <laughs> I can't pronounce anyone's name, sorry. Anto, Anton. 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 Antonio and Tommy, where she's like, you're the only two people I trust. No, so she said this to Maura. They did okay. show that tonight. So she was talking to Maura and she said, okay. the only two people I trust are you and Anton. Yeah. And they were the only two people she trusted. Now, in fairness, over the weekend, she said that she had a really good relationship with Tommy and he was a good friend of hers. Yeah. She kind of didn't mention that tonight. And as well, like, you did talk to the other girl. Like, maybe you don't trust them, but I don't know. It just, it felt like she was kind of isolating herself further then after Joe had left she kind of really buried herself in that hole of oh my god I'm on my own I'm on my own I'm on my own but I'm really glad that the girls kind of sat with her on the day bed and forced that kind of like <laughs> cornered her yeah like I sometimes I think you need to do that though you need to be like no no sorry now come on we're actually going to sit here now If even if you don't want to talk about it we're going to sit um, but it just felt and the girls kept bringing it back to, to their issue with her Of and I know Anna said it at one point she was like um all we wanted to do was hang out with you. And you're like, Anna, this isn't the time to bring up that issue again. Like, it's really not the time to reignite the fact that that's why you were mad. Just forget about it now, because this is obviously more important to deal with. It's just yeah, but on our own. I think Lucy kind of said something like, she's like, oh, you're just trying to be my friends. And they're like, yes. So... God, maybe, maybe, oh, maybe Lucy's got bigger issues <laughs> that she doesn't well, actually like, know. That's what's going on. Is Lucy, <laughs> Lucy, what was your childhood trauma like? Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe she just hasn't a clue how to deal with people wanting like people just wanting to be her friend maybe yeah. she is used to I'm pretty much projecting here and don't assume anything <laughs> about her um, but maybe she's just used to you know men fancying her yeah. and that being a way to interact with other people and not used to people actually wanting to just 
you yeah. know, bask in her loveliness. And I, yeah, and I think, and we said we spoke about this while the episode was on. In that the the cast this year are incredibly young, and even people who you you said you felt like Amy was this year's Laura, which I just have such issue with. We'll get back to it, but like I feel like all of them have like points that are similar to previous castmates but they lack like the level of maturity like I know a lot of people don't like Maura but even the way she was talking to Lucy was a bit more mature than some of the others I don't know I just felt like the way she was like that's done now you can't think about what he'd do when she was like oh but I just keep thinking whether Joe would leave she was like you'll never know the answer to that that is a pointless thing to think about don't like crowd your mind with worrying what he would do whereas all the girls were like yeah but he was saying this about you Lucy and it's like why are you going at it from that point of view like you don't need to destroy Joe to make her feel better you need to make her think about herself and it felt like Maura knew that that was the way to help and then all the other girls were like let's just bash Joe like the classic like well you were too good for him anyway like do you know it just felt really like you don't know how to comfort her properly I don't know it felt weird yeah well I I don't think that they were some of them I don't think all of them were comforting her for the right reasons so like bringing in like that Joe thing like that was like a total neg that they were doing it's kind of like well he said you know he wasn't sure about you so good riddance and it's like oh cool the girl who's been crying for like a week solid just needs to be told that the guy she's crying over didn't really care that much about her um, so it's just a very yeah maybe none maybe none of them know how to be friends to it, each other. The girls have been extremely bitchy this year. Yeah, like there it's feels, upsetting. There feels no group bond between them in comparison to the boys. I mean, pretty much I've I, I've seen three seasons of this. You've seen two, mm. and every season has been the guy like the guys are mates. Like there's been no one. Now I know Kim and Amber's year there was um there was Theo and Johnny and they had a bit of a back and forth. Um, but on a whole, all the boys got on really well and all the girls. But this year, it's like the girls just can't find space for each other to kind of have their time. It's weird. It's you, weird. You can pick up that Amber and you one day have a friendship there. Yeah. Just the way... And it seems genuine. Yeah, like they are quite, um, they're quite like affectionate towards mm. each other, even though like maybe some of that affection should go, go towards Danny, you one day. Yeah. Um, but... I think the guys' friendships are really sweet because they're really, they're really lovey-dovey with each other. Yeah. And they're kind of, it's sort of a nice thing. They're not just like working out together. Yeah. Like they're actually like lying on each other's beds and like yeah. curling their hair and telling each other secrets. And they like, like <laughs> yeah. kicking their feet up. And, and they like proper give each other advice and stuff. Like even when, um, when people, like I remember when Michael was going in or was it Michael? I think it was Michael when he was going in for the kiss with Amber and they were all, and Joe was like, you know, just do it like this, man, and just keep it cool and go in. And like, they really kind of advise each other. Whereas the girls, I feel like we have Amber and Yuande and that's kind of it. Like, yeah, well, it was when, Gemma, when Moore and Elma arrived and then the girls were being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, like they were like laughing. Jeering, from the fire yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And then the guys, they got really up on their high horse about it. But they had actually done it like a similar, what was it? They did something horrible. I, It'll come back to me eventually. But they were being so patronizing about the whole thing. They're like, it's yeah. just so mature, girl, so mature. But then they had done, I think they had been like talking shit about one of the other girls or something yeah. like that. Where it's like, you are just doing it, but you can't frame this as sexism. Yeah. Because, well, you're in Love Island, you can't. <laughs> yeah. There's some arguments that wear thin. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you can't be like, kind of be the ones yeah, that are pointing Yeah, it's weird. I, and I feel like it is starting to settle a small bit, but I just kind of want them to start getting on yeah and like whatever about the romantic bitchiness and all that stuff i'm fine with that but like 
the like actual friendship level stuff where people are just being bitchy about each other for no kind of game reason I'm like no stop like well I feel like Molly May is probably looking towards Georgia from last year as a bit mm. of a template to act on where if you're kind of like bratty and if you're kind of loud you get a lot of screen time yeah but like even like that was that was so put on by Georgia last year as well yeah. like that wrecked my oh, head so stop. much it was probably real for a point but then the producers are like keep saying that keep saying yeah. I'm Georgia babe um or I'm loyal babe um so there's a bit of that again where they're yeah. kind of like we know that if you're kind of if you're really gobby yeah um and if you if you just talk the loudest and make the least sense it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter it's a uh, surefire way to make it yeah, to the episode yeah you will be on camera my friend <laughs> um but yeah like there is an element of that but like we were saying during the show that last year things um kind of really kind of came into their own when Wes broke up with Laura yeah and then found Megan and that was fairly deep in that was about yeah. week five I would say so that was when maybe people are kind of like in a bit of a weird comfort zone at the moment yeah. um like a couple well there's not many couples that have been like dead set from the beginning yeah none of them oh Chris or Curtis and Amy Curtis and Amy yeah. um but maybe they need we need a new dynamic yeah. where maybe people are a bit more fun yeah because like Danny and Uwanda are just miserable yeah um well Anna and Jordan are probably going to be like doing bits tonight <laughs> <laughs> as we speak as we speak um of course Molly May and Tommy are up to shenanigans oh my um, god but sure it's fucking huge <laughs> it is fucking huge <laughs> I can't oh get gosh. over that well done like okay so th- there has been a lot of talk this week on Twitter about um Lucy and Tommy and but the potential to to reignite that flame and I think people are kind of starting to like script write what they want to happen on the show yeah and um, now we've seen the two of them kind of lean on each other quite a bit and then there's a lot of chat about oh their their connection seems a lot more real they seem to have the crack a bit more than Molly and Tommy. Do you think there's anything to that? Well, I um I would be quite wary of the way the show is edited because yeah. like Molly was saying in her like little piece to camera that she's like, Oh, we, me and Tommy have such a laugh. And I was like, I haven't seen your laugh once. Yeah. <laughs> like you I don't just, know what your laugh sounds like. All you do is sketch what does her is it she doesn't laugh. I don't know. I know what Lucy sounds like because it's awful. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no. it's ah! <laughs> Like, yeah. oh my god stop. Yeah, Molly doesn't actually it's a medical problem she can't laugh <laughs> um, but yeah they, they they all kind of like allude to all of this crack that they're having and it, they they look on screen so they look boring. like nothing but crack vacuums yeah. so you are hoping that it is edited <laughs> in such a way and that they're not just like making up like do you know the way when you fancy someone and you're like such a connection or no I don't even say connection in real life I love <laughs> you're like do you know the way I'm like no <laughs> you know tell way, me do you know when you read between the lines and you're a bit like oh yeah the way he looked at me yeah or the way like the vibe yeah. like, the, <laughs> the vibe. vibe he was putting down um, <laughs> but you're only saying what you want to see in yeah. that situation so that's us drunk in a pub talking about that so imagine being in a house where the whole thing is like so hormonally charged yeah no one can masturbate no one can you know <laughs> like every everyone's forced there to fall in love so everything just like works in a different dynamic so they're kind of like yeah we get on brilliantly yeah like, we get we get on their so standard well. is different like a hundred percent and i think as well like words like connection and and like good chat and things like that you're like oh my god what are need, you classifying as you that you need a new like a language a interpreter. new encyclopedia yeah. of love island phrases crack vacuum is great though they need to put that on a neon sign in the bedrooms yeah <laughs> yeah that is it great. fucking is a crack vacuum <laughs> no fun in there for sure um but yeah Except for molly tommy's bunk but i'm like i'm actually i am dying to know like the way that the language works in it is fascinating the, yeah. like on the first episode we were all like well it is what it is is the one that's going to be like cre- creeping in do the producers just like do they just like feed these little phrases to them and they're kind of like do this this is catchy yeah like how do they is it as direct as saying can you just say that 
like regularly enough or is it more like subconscious like do the producers say it a lot so therefore the, yeah. they say it a lot well like even the way or like they'll try and do like the way Lucy when she first came in she's like yeah oh, bleh, 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 bleh. but like that hasn't caught on die a death Beth. Yeah. Like, die <laughs> like, a she death she really wanted to be printed on a t-shirt and but then I was watching an episode earlier I I think it was fr- maybe Friday night's episode and she said Bev again and it was just it had felt like so long since she had said it I was like oh it's so transparent stop yeah. like but she's a totally different woman from the one that yeah. like walked in the door the first oh. time and you know like, I, like I, what, which part of it is actually real yeah it's it's hard to know and it's hard to know where she is going to go now especially seeing as our next, our next person coming in as a girl as well yeah. that's not going to kind of um, balance the, the environment at all Um so we'll address it quickly right because me and you have discussed this on twitter you are a fan of curtis a fan's a strong word so you do you don't i don't mind him but <laughs> which for, which for me is the complete other end of the scale because i just have zero time you see i don't understand curtis. how you could hate him okay so i i can't say i can hate him right because i okay. do not know the boy and I have hate is such a strong I mean, word. Hate is such an ugly word, Louise. <laughs> but I we hate. won't choose it here. <laughs> I hate but Molly. I hate him. No, but like I have to remember that that like even though I think I hate him, I don't know him. I'm being sold a story and I'm in, like interpreting it the way that I interpreted it. That's not necessarily the truth of it. Do you know what I mean? So I have to kind of be like, no, you don't hate him, you just don't like his storyline. Right. With that said. As in being the like this, the guidance counsellor. I think he's manipulative and I think he's placing himself in stories so that he is always the leader. Like I think he is the star of this film in his head. And he want like you said, he wants to be the Jack. He wants yeah. to be the standout guy that no one can knock, that everyone mutually comes together and go, ah, but you love Curtis, don't you? And I just I feel like I see through it. Now, maybe there is nothing to see through and I've deluded myself into thinking this, but this is just how I interpret him. And he gave a speech tonight, right? Oh, that was a bad So everyone speech. was in bed and everyone's feeling low. And Curtis Pritchard takes it upon himself to sit up in bed and share some inspirational words. <laughs> I had no time for it. It was not your story. Funny because it's about clocks. <laughs> oh, what did he say? It was like... Um, what? We're, we're all... <laughs> We're all the clocks in our lives or something. We we always have to move forward. You were the clock. Yeah, you were the clock. Oh, I don't know. Vomit. Like, what Pinterest board did you find that on? Like, go back. Well, like, he's a professional ballroom dancer. Like, so his where whole, did he get like, that, Louise? <laughs> but where like, did he get that? His whole life is like motivation and, you know, just make it to the next round of ballroom dance. I don't know. I don't know. The next, the next teat of ballroom dancing. Um, but like, I... the re- Okay, so the reason... I am suffering from PTSD of having to review Dancing with the Stars uh, for like two years in a row. I quit this year doing it, thank God. Um, but <laughs> so I felt like I had just an alliance with Curtis okay. from being on Dancing with the Stars Ireland. Your colleagues. Yeah, pretty much. He doesn't know who I am. <laughs> but every Sunday for two years straight for 12 weeks from the start of January to the weekend after Paddy's Day, wow. my Sundays were committed to reviewing Dancing with the Stars. Um, so I knew him in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so when I saw that he was going in, I was like, lovely, great, nice man. Seemed, seemed wonderful pal. from the show. Um, and then I thought immediately when he went in, I was like, he's just a nice guy. And I like nice guys. Sue me. Like <laughs> I'm the rare the rare person who can be like, I like a nice man. Simple as And do you think he's just a nice guy? Okay, that is what I thought. Okay. But Here then we go. Here I re- remembered about the existence of Jack last night. Mm-hmm. I pine for Jack. I love I Jack. I love that fucking cheeky chappy thing that he has. And Love going Island on. shared, we were talking about this, they shared the, the video of him doing Accents. all the impressions this mm, week. And yeah. it was like, oh, it's like a, a, a memorial. God. 
But yeah, he was do so Curtis did something maybe during the week, and then when I saw the old footage of Jack, I was like, "Oh, Curtis is trying to be Jack, and that's not good." And it just kind of that, that's that's you can't be Jack. Mm. There's only one Jack. He's a great. Although I like Jack because he really reminds me of one of my friends. So maybe there can be a few Jacks. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, it's not relevant. I just um, I, I I'm I've been enjoying the last few episodes where it's been like light on the Curtis, and then tonight where he just popped up out of the bed and was like, "We're all clocks and." Oh, go away. Go well, away. He, well, he does have that thing, I think it was in the first episode. He's like, I'm an old man. Oh, <laughs> I'm an old man in a dancer's body. Give me a cigar and oh, back off. Um, yeah, oh. so he probably, like maybe, maybe the time is turning for me um, supporting Curtis. Wow. So you've, you, you've had no impact. <laughs> this isn't your doing. This is all my independent thinking. You played thinking. no part in this. <laughs> you haven't um, planted any seeds. So a really interesting conversation. Um came up when they were all sat in the beanbags and it was Maura, Molly Mae, Tommy and a few others sat in the beanbags and I think it was Tommy asked Maura, how much do you love sex? And yeah. she admitted that she'd only slept with five people. Molly Mae was shocked and like, fair enough if you were surprised but made it so vocally known. Oh, she would not shut up. Like, it was but like, you're a slut, Maura, was basically It was like that thing, was um, do you remember with Megan and Laura last year when Laura revealed her number and oh, then yeah. Megan was like, slut. And it was just like this awful thing. It was just like really, like, it was just, it, they went to that place where you're not meant to go. Yeah. Where it's kind of like you're meant to be, yeah. you know, every, everything's easy breezy. But it was um, like when Laura last year, remember when Wes told Laura that he was interested in Megan and... Laura was like, thanks a million, Meg. You could have told me, slag. Yeah. And then the next day she came down and even though Megan had done her dirty, she was like, I should not have called you that. Yeah. And I lo- and it's one of the reasons I loved Laura so much was that even if people were doing wrong against her, she would still apologize for the wrong she did. Yeah. She wouldn't let it the over. wrong her. within a wrong. Oh, I loved her. I love Laura. I Bring know. her back. But it felt like Molly had no awareness of what she was saying could have actually been hurtful. really hurtful. Yeah. And incredibly insulting. Well, I think Molly and Maura are going to be just harboring a hatred mm. for each other the entire season. Like, I'd be really surprised. Like, if they if they team up, it's going to be dangerous because they're just um, they're looking out for, out for themselves yeah. at all the points. Like, you don't. Well, Maura is a bit helpful to people. Like, dangerous on their own, but lethal together. I would say. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I think anything. I'm sure, it was it Maura and Tommy were having sharing a kiss? No, Maura and. Tom Oh my god Everyone Molly <laughs> We're all kissing uh, Tommy and Molly Were kissing And then yeah. Maura's like Well this is awkward So it's just gonna be this Yeah Until Maura finds another man Yeah um, I just found it really weird The way she was just like But you're so You know Confident and stuff And you're like What are you saying Molly And like just sometimes You walk yourself into a conversation You're like Oh I've, I shouldn't yeah. have said that What? And you kind of just Backtrack that's, out That's their immaturity as well Where she's like What? Yeah. But then like Maura's like Well I have was in a relationship For yeah. nine years and then Maura took it really years. well To be fair Yeah And I think she's fairly confident talk- Like she said it She's like I don't mind talking about this stuff Like I don't know why people Get so offended when I talk about it But still if you were sat there And someone was like What? I'd be like yeah. Alright like, But then also I really love, love them When they were trying to get her number She's like Oh, it's like more than it's more than five anyway. And then I think Amy said eleven, and then mine's oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, mine's eleven too. Mine's eleven too. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a theory <laughs> that none of them have had sex ever. So this is for, according to Louise. This is Virgin Island. <laughs> like they all talk about sex in such a strange, like it's sterile way that it's like I don't think any of you have know. you know seen anything huge before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like okay, 
Yuande and Mora are just like the polar opposites of each other. Yeah. And I feel like I keep comparing in my head uh, Love Island to like the Gale talked. And there's a lot of kind of like people <laughs> bragging about things they haven't done to make it seem yeah. and to make them seem like example. involved. So I think Yuande is the one who's gone to the Gale talked and everyone <laughs> wants her to get her first kiss. Oh, so yeah. they're all kind of like, let's go on a mission and get you one day a nice guy yeah. to kiss her. Just Walking to, around the Kaylee for the night. Her. like Yeah, and it's like all eyes watching. And then Maura is the one who like might have, you know, gone behind the bike shed with someone. Um, but she just keeps talking about it. And everyone's yeah. like, really? Have you have you really done this? There's just <laughs> such like none of none of them seem to have like an actual again, they're on Love Island. So they don't yeah. have a real approach to love or sex. But I think the way she says like, oh, it's a normal conversation. We should talk, but the way she talks about it isn't normal. Like, well, like, again, when, what's normal? But like, it's not like casual chat about sex. But like, like say when Gemma, Gemma, when she was sitting on one of the day beds with uh, Tommy one time and she's like, do I turn you on? Oh, oh I was so Does horrible. she turn you on? Like I do. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then like, I, oh God. Um, or like when she was on the date with Tom and it was quite sweet and romantic. And she was like, would you share a bed with me? And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Maura, just calm down. Relax, you were yeah. doing so good, hon. And like, I'm like, I'm totally about like being empowered and talking about having sex and talking about your sexuality and all that stuff and enjoy it and sh- whatever. But the w- it's the way they talk about it's it is like weird. It's like she's been in the house for six weeks yeah. or eight weeks, maybe three years. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's just like they just let her out. Her, basically. But she, like it was the first day she was in there and she was just like, Mah. oh my God. Uh, where's the dick? Like, it was oh. just like, uh, like she, does she turn you on like I do was one of those moments. I was like, <gasps> there's so many moments with her though. Yeah. Where her I'm best like, are going to be so good. Shut up, Maura, please. Yeah, it's a lot. But that, that situation was weird. And then after that, she went for her chat with Tom and the boys were all kind of chatting Tom and bigging him up. And then, yeah. Tommy delivered some wisdom that kind of left us in a silence here. Oh. So about the the eye contact. The most attractive thing. So this is the most (laughs) irresistible thing for women about men is if they can hold eye contact. We're now making really intense eye contact. Without breaking. Do you know what I mean? Like real fierce eye contact. Don't break it. The, the like the temperature in the room is rising because this is the most irresistible thing well, to women for a man like, oh true you know, so, yeah it's, it's, there we oh, go. it's gone. gone it's gone the magic so, of gone. yeah it's like where who told you that well he's got gorgeous eyes yeah, he does have gorgeous eyes <laughs> yeah so we'll give him that he obviously that's his superpower he's just like yeah like he's got these down. like baby blues the baby that, blue but like weird and I, I don't know if Tommy is the guy to be dishing out the relationship advice well. like I feel like if Michael <laughs> I feel like if Michael well, was like swinging dick fury <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Tommy you've literally jumped from one like volatile relationship to the next and like you're always fighting with your one and and then to be like this is what women can't resist well actually do you know what I I'm gonna compliment Tommy once more apart from his like <laughs> massive feet his gorgeous eyes <laughs> amazing face uh, I don't fancy Tommy but just to stamp that over um I think the way okay so when he was with Molly when he was was he actually cult- coupled up with never Molly? coupled okay so him and Molly and then Maura came in and he was actually doing the thing. Oh no, wait, they like, were coupled up. Sorry, because they were sharing a bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. So he kind of just like was just like actually chatting. And then the amount of times that like when Maura tried to kiss him and mm. when Maura was like, do I turn you on? Um, like, mm. so he pulled back. Yeah. You know, he could have easily just kind of le- yeah. le- leaned in and, you know, gone with it. But like he was, he made his choice then. I also think Tommy was 
fearing for his life at that point. He had two of the most he's twenty as well. Isn't yeah, it? Like he's, he's a, a he's a baba. Like yeah. he he's a baba, and he had two of the <laughs> Sorry, most fiery. No, don't don't put those two topics together. Don't do it, Louise. I see where you're going Sorry. with that. Ooh, uh, but he had two of the most I would say fiery women in the house, mm. kind of button heads over him. And if I was him, I'd be like, the worst thing I can do now is introduce a kiss into this. Yeah. I am safer if I touch neither of them and just stay as like yeah. n- neutral as <laughs> yeah. I can. Um, but it was just such a weird advice. So t- Tom then took that advice. Armed with Tommy's words of wisdom, Tom went and spoke to Maura. And Maura seemed softer, but also, like she said afterwards, there's something missing. Like, I know, is it just that she's softer or is she just what was bored? The thing? She wants to be intimidated. Yeah, she was like, I, he seems intimidated by me, but I want to be intimidated by him. And I was like, why? Yeah. That says, I feel like that says a lot about past relationships, potentially. Yeah, or maybe she's just a little bit, she's probably a little bit dejected because, you know, whatever her approach is, maybe it does really well for mm. her in real life yeah but here it's just it's really out of place i think when molly said as well like molly was speaking to the girls like um they were like two meters away and molly was like this is what like what's her name maura loves and i was like she's two meters away keep your voice down yeah and she was like if he just kissed her now if he just kissed her and made the decision she'd love that and i'm kind of like actually yeah i do feel like maura would love someone to kind of take the reins Mm. but like tom is not that guy like he's been in there 24 hours and i'm like tom's definitely not gonna take no reins like he is yeah, like he's got no other options no either, so i don't know if he's he's totally too nice it. and then like they just seemed kind of awkward like they're very good looking but i'm just like yeah that's it though and i just kind of i kind of felt for mora yeah no i, I, I don't, I don't know her? i don't know how i feel about more a lot of the time i just want her to shut up um <laughs> take a minute they're my main <laughs> and there that's the list and like as i kind of said to you i was like does she actually live in longford like how i how, know how does she exist within it within the county of longford yeah. like does she like what's do, her pen when she gets the train from dublin do her parents come pick her up in edwardstown like what's yeah the, what's what happens what happens when she's in Longford? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I Yeah, I have so many questions about like day-to-day things that we do. Does she do? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Does she go to Luigi's on Main Street, Longford? Like, you know, <laughs> your knowledge, your geographical knowledge my of Longford. Cl- my cousins are from Longford. It's so, so, so impressive. So maybe they know. Oh, I actually maybe. should ask them. Sorry, oh, yeah. damn. We, yeah, we'll, get, we'll, 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 we'll get on that. We missed an opening yeah. there. But yeah, just a weird conversation. And from that, we went to our favourite couple of the season. Agreed? Amber and Michael? Oh, sorry, yes. I was oh, like, who? <laughs> you looked at me blankly. I was, I was like, like, don't do this to me. Who do we like? No. Oh. Uh, yeah, they are lovely. They seem very... Like, I loved when they were on their little date that probably lasted a grand total of 15 minutes. Right outside the wall. Uh, yes, yeah, the other side. <laughs> with the car lights <laughs> the pointing The backyard. Oh, <laughs> um, God. With the terrible, like, spread of grapes and cheese. I know. It's not a date. Like, they didn't even touch it, like... They didn't. They Drinking never eat their food. plastic champagne flutes. They never eat their food. Like you own, you know, the only food I've ever actually seen them eat in the house is cornflakes, pot noodle. Um, and the food challenge. And that gross food challenge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, those grapes went untouched. I know, um, what a waste. But I really liked how just the two of them were like, I'm really shy around you because yeah. I really like you. And that's just a really nice thing that... Um, it's just really sweet because they are quite two loud people yeah and they do seem kind of quite settled into each other and amber is like as we're saying when she first arrived we were all like oh here she is here's the big b of the house (laughs) um but now she's just like really sound and really lovely and just seems really relaxed and yeah i hope to god that no one comes in and turns either their heads i can't handle it i feel like they will try and send someone in to sway michael because i feel like the most beneficial way to interrupt this this love story if you if you try and sway amber i don't think michael would get really 
fiery about it yeah. whereas I feel like if you tried to sway Michael Amber would fight back yeah sure she flipped out when um when uh Lucy Danny, yeah or no when there were people on the date was oh, Danny yeah, yeah, was yeah. on the date Danny was on the date with Maura yeah and Maura fed him a piece of cake Michael was on the date with Maura Michael was on the date with Maura yeah. sorry and he yeah and yeah. she was like no 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 yeah and then like she was like leading the whole thing um, yeah and everyone's like that's just childish and she's like what <laughs> like was yeah all, like so I do think they're gonna try and send someone in to kind of poke that beast but she did actually say she's like um I think you calm me down yeah. So maybe maybe he's a good one to just have in her And you know what it is? I love how they they are they just are together. Like in so in the villa when they're everyone's chilling, a lot of the couples kind of go off by themselves to be like real touchy and cuddle into each other because yeah. they kind of don't feel comfortable doing that with yeah. other people. Whereas I love that Michael and Amber can kind of sit on the beanbags, maybe into each other, but still yeah. like not really acknowledge each other, but be having the crack with everybody. Yeah. It feels like a more realistic relationship. Well, yeah, actually like yeah, so that's re- they're just like you know legs draped on each other, and they're not yeah. really thinking much about it. Um, so that seems quite real. And then even though that this isn't like a real um, it's not a relationship by any means. But <laughs> the way that Anne, <laughs> the way that Anne and Jordan hooked up, that was like a mouldy score in a nightclub. Oh my god! Like that. That's how people hook up on nights out. I imagine. <laughs> I remember. Um, whereas when you compare it to like Molly and Tommy's first kiss, that was very much like oh. the, the there was like no spaghetti dead. arms there. Like it was, it was very just much dead. Um. There's like a lot of distance between them. But yeah, the two of them, yeah, they're just like, you know. It just seems fiery. Like there seems to be sparks constantly between Amber and Michael. Like like that, they're constantly nervous. Like the date, the two of them seemed really, really nervous. And like even when they walked back in, they were just like holding hands really close to each other. Just were really giddy around each other, which is lovely. Whereas I feel like Anne, Anne and Jordan (laughs) up on the the swing. Who's Anne? Who's Anne? (laughs) I'm not going to call her Hannah now ever. I'll just be like, Anne. Um... But when they were up on the swing, it just seemed very much like it was all they were thinking about was just like the kiss and felt like there was kind of nothing else there other than we should kiss now. And it yeah. was, but like, and then Jordan trying to put his hands between her legs. Oh, so Jordan oh. went up to be like, I'm going to kiss her. I'm going to kiss her. Jordan did feck all except for lay there and look at her like, are you going to like, kiss me? And then Anne went for it. I think, is he, this is my first time using this correctly. Okay. Well, hopefully correctly. Is he a fuck boy? I does he he, he has a he has he gives the whiff of a fuckboy doesn't he yeah so like maybe you know he like he's 24 mm. and maybe all he has to do is kind of um do those look, buns in his hair do those yeah them buns <laughs> those beautiful little buns um all he has to do is just kind of like lean back and be like here it is here it is and yeah <laughs> Take it. drink it in yeah. <laughs> but they started kissing and we were like oh this is kind of nice like and we even said it at the time we were like this is so much better than Tommy and Molly's kiss because yeah. it seemed more like passionate and like at one point he seemed to kind of pull away and she was like no no but and his hands then... were going for her like boobs and then his hands were going down between her legs and then he dropped he literally dropped a hand well, it was like being in Redbox I swear to god it was like being in Redbox it was just so we all just screamed we were like oh my god it, that was that was peak scream um like it was like make it stop remember where you are I was just like, oh. and i love how anna was just like oh like yeah. dodge really oh like <laughs> imagine imagine someone in love island oh my put God. their hands up someone's skirt he was trying to do the classic like not under hand between the thigh like and i was just and like the amount of times that anna has mentioned the fact that her parents are watching this so mm. i'm just like oh my god it was awful and then she did the classic <laughs> thing about that <laughs> i'll tell you that much 
She did the classic girl thing as well Like after a really good kiss She just got cuddled as tightly as she could oh. And just really grasped into him And he just lay there like a board just Yeah like. I, I After that The post kiss behaviour I'm afraid that Post kiss behaviour Post kiss behaviour <laughs> It's a thing um, I I feel like Someone Like Could, could Han's heart be broken By Silent Jordan Silent I mean, Jordan with the buns but maybe that's what she I mean Hannah's been pretty silent herself Like yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll just sit in silence But actually we, we brought up to, Tonight as well How she's such a baby She and, is a baby And there's a lot of baby behaviour Like And by lot. that we mean When she's talking about them When she's like Oh I really like her She'd be like I really like him And I'm like Why are you talking like that You're a 28 year old pharmacist Put yourself together But I'm going to call it out now Because all p- The behaviour kind of like Catches on And because Lucy would Kind of act like A little bit of a baby as well Yeah Like that might be The personality That kind of spreads Among the house Like do you know the way mm. Like do you remember the way that, It's like the vibe of the house Like Like do you remember The, the way last year um, When the lads came up With the do bit society Yeah And they just became So like giddy And like yeah. a, Like a fucking Under 11's football team Or something <laughs> um, But so this year maybe everyone's going to be like act like you're in junior infants <laughs> that was the challenge yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. category is junior yeah. infants baby infants yeah <laughs> okay we're running out of time and I really no. want to hit these last few points uh, the Yuanda Danny thing that was that was that was that was brutal that was really hard to watch tonight because Yuanda is loud this is the first allowed. time I felt like oh Yuanda cop on now because I have actually been thinking when she's doing her little like diary bits I was like have the producers told her to speak louder because of her Irish she accent she really projects yeah but no, she's just a loud woman and her mm. voice carried across the whole back garden when she was giving out about Danny. When he was looking over, and I know some of it could have been clever editing, but I yeah. do think he heard that she was at least talking about him. Yeah. Um, and it just, it was so horrible to watch. I was just like, why are you but not like, communicating to each other? Why is she in the house if she doesn't like talking about her feelings? Mm. She doesn't like being affectionate. Like, does she just want to like I don't know just go sit beside the Patrick Kavanagh statue on a bench if that's like what you're looking for <laughs> just go sit there he's a great listener let the pigeons walk around you do you know what it is I think that she didn't this is my re- Anna, this is my reading of Yuanda a person that I do not want to dislike because I've liked her from day one mm-hmm. and I think she's a good person I think she didn't expect to like someone as much as she likes Danny and now she doesn't know what the fuck to do with that she's like oh I don't know what to do with that and he wants to kind of keep progressing but I don't know what to do and then she's like oh but we're not progressing but you're not letting it progress you yeah. one day he's yeah, trying she, and you're not she is letting so it happen insecure and it's it's frustrating to watch as well because it's whenever tough. he's nice to her she's like but why are you doing that like she's just questioning yeah why someone's nice to her but that could also just be she does seem a lot younger than everybody else in the house yeah. um so maybe she just really does not know how to act and it kind of it kind of begs the question why did it, why yeah. did the producers that are on then if you're going to put someone that naive like romantically into a house around people who you know are mm. commenting on how huge other people's dicks are on week three <laughs> you know yeah I wouldn't be surprised if they sent the two of them out on a date next to kind of yeah. resolve this because they, they see the public support for you Andy, but we'll see I think that could be on the cards I, I hope be, so I feel like, like it might be you think it's going to fizzle I think so I, oh. I think because da- the way the lads are talking to Danny Antone <laughs> Antone um, Do you know the way You kind of get a good sense Of maybe They're kind of like Nah man move on Like it was a bit Yeah They were all like I'd hate Whereas to be in a relationship For the one time I was like Okay Curtis You're not doing too bad now Keep yeah. talking there oh, And he was like of <laughs> He was like, said like Just give her time let, Back off a little bit She'll come to you uh, And with that The opposite of backing off And all that Was Molly and Tommy At the end We have to address it again Because <sighs> it was such a great so Comedic good. moment To end the episode so on So good and like I haven't bought that they fancy each other no. at all. But you know, you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
she does now clearly yeah um so we've a new girl in the villa uh she was waiting by the pool very much mm. the josh and charlie entrance of last year which i loved last year they were like uh girls who's by the pool <laughs> like i loved that last year and it's leading us to believe that curtis knows who she is yeah that was did a you good... read that like i did yeah he took off his glasses and he was just like very dramatic what did he say did he go hell did he do no he did, did he... like oh my god or something. it was very hell. horatio kane like yeah like so the who starts playing in the background because he, whose dms did he slide uh, amber's moras moras <laughs> getting everyone it's our yeah. <laughs> hell hell uh, uh, so we have a bit of information about the new girls so we're going to get this in really quickly now just before we finish arabella chi is her name i don't know how i feel about the name arabella it's, uh, she, Rich, it's telling she's me she's of money yeah she's got horses she's of money <laughs> it's telling me things about her already uh, so they're saying that this could be a poor week for Lucy because Arabella used to date Lucy's ex-boyfriend and we know who Lucy's ex-boyfriend is Charlie from last season do you remember him the mm. first Charlie blonde Charlie who left with Haley, who they absolutely hate each other if anyone doesn't remember him that's who it was so Lucy was dating him briefly before she went into the villa and now this new girl Arabella apparently was also dating him uh, so yeah she's coming into the villa tomorrow night what other information do we have about her uh, she's 28 she's a London based model yay we're Ooh, short on them those this year novel. Uh, <laughs> she revealed yeah she was also seeing Charlie for a while um, her claim to fame is being on a billboard on Oxford Street for G-Star last year do you remember G-Star fair play to them wow <laughs> and she was on a sports direct one Wow. And I know Montana Brown from Series 3. So she's practically A-list. So Arabella's coming in tomorrow night. First impressions? Anything? I mean, blonde. I don't know. Blonde <laughs> and sitting by blonde? a pool. What more do you want? Yeah. I don't Maybe she'll she use the pool. That actually infuriates me. They don't <sighs> use... Ugh. And I know it's like the whole mic pack thing as well. Like, you know, they'd have to take off, on and off their Just mics enjoy and yourselves. stuff. yourselves. You're in Spain. Give them an hour class in the morning or something. Jesus. All right. That's it. We've loads crammed into that. New girl Arabella's coming in tomorrow. Tommy's got great manhood. Yeah. You want and Danny, please pull it back together. Yeah, just, you know, act like adults. Yeah. Louise Bruton, thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much to Louise Bruton for being here tonight to dissect everything that went on in the Love Island Villa. It was a good one. And thanks to all of you for getting in touch with us on Instagram with your thoughts and predictions and questions. You can find us at MyPodOnPaper. Do follow, give us a like, share all the love because we really love hearing from you guys. You can also find us on all of your favourite podcast apps. Subscribe, like, share. You know what you're doing. You know how this works. We'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of MyPodOnPaper to see new girl Arabella. Talk to you then. (laughs) 